Thank you for listening to this episode of Changes Big and Small. This is your host, Damian. Changes Big and Small will help you take action in your life with intention and purpose. In each episode, I invite you to accept unexpected challenges that will help you take action to live the life that you want. It's just me with you here today. For this mini-series, I will be exploring family relationships. Of course, marriage can create family relationships, which is the mini-series that I just finished with, but I thought it important to focus on marriage and romance separately from family. There are many different types of family relationships, both biological and non-biological. We may not always choose our family members and their behavior, but we can choose our responses and our ways of reacting to them. So why do we care about family relationships? Well, our first family is the one that none of us chooses at birth. However, our family has an impact on us throughout our lives, particularly on our well-being, which includes mental and physical health, happiness and life satisfaction. As you heard in previous episodes of the podcast, parental relationships can create the blueprint that we start to apply later in life using the ideas from attachment theory. Our family relationships can be protective or a source of strain and stress. The protective elements of family include social support and connection. That includes advice care and love. It helps us feel self-worth and correlates with better mental health, optimism, and self-confidence. Another protective element is social influence. And that means that we take care of ourselves better and consider the needs of the people we care about when we select our behaviors. This means behaving in healthier ways. For example, a spouse or a child could encourage you to go for a regular medical checkup. On the other hand, strain and stress result from criticism, unrealistic expectations, rebukes, and demands. Like all negative stress, this can increase depression, impair immune function, and negatively impact cardiovascular health. And of course, our families take on many different shapes as we go through life. The different types of family relationships could include marital, parent-child, grandparent relationships, intergenerational relationships, sibling ties, blended families, etc. The ways those different types of groupings intersect with each other also matter and they can affect the quality and the diversity of family relationships. That's very important since the behavior of just one person in a family can affect the health of our family relationships. Family relationships can be functional or dysfunctional. You can think of those two options as being opposite sides of a continuum. And relationships can move back and forth along this continuum. So maybe sometimes they're more functional and at other times they're more dysfunctional. Although relationships tend to be closer to one side of the continuum or the other. According to researchers, strong families have six qualities in common. Appreciation and affection, commitment, positive communication, enjoyable times together, spiritual well-being, 
and the ability to manage stress and crisis effectively. There are certain behaviors that help build those qualities. And these include good communication, and we've spent a lot of time talking about what that means in other episodes of the podcast. Showing appreciation for each other and gratitude, supporting and encouraging each other, spending time together having fun and doing things that you both enjoy, showing up when each needs help and doing what you say you'll do. So that means being dependable and reliable, hugging, touching, and otherwise showing affection for each other in appropriate ways, respecting each other's religious beliefs and activities. That doesn't mean that you have to be the same religion, although that sometimes helps, but also live in space and respecting each other's beliefs. Share thoughts with each other, share intimate thoughts with each other, and listen actively. Work with each other even more closely in times of conflict. And act as a buffer for each other against challenges where possible. The invitation this week is for you to show affection and appreciation for the family members that mean the most to you. Start with one person. As you heard me say that, who was the person that came to mind that you want to show affection and appreciation to? In the next day or so, reach out to them. You can do it by calling them or if it's easier, send a postcard send a text message. Ideally, it's nice if you can do it with words, with your voice. But if that's too much of a stretch for you, then do it in a written form. As I was preparing for this episode, I came across some interesting research by the Pew Research Institute on where family matters. They surveyed adults in 17 different countries in Europe, North America, and Asia Pacific And family give more meaning to adults in their lives in 13 of the 17 countries. I've shared the link and also summarized some of the other findings. If that sounds interesting, you can go to the post on changesbigandsmall.com for more information. We'll be going more in depth on the topic of family relationships in the next few episodes with some experts. Tune in next week for my conversation with Priyanka Joshi. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you heard me mention any episodes that you have not heard, you can find them all at changesbigandsmall.com. Today is one of the shorter episodes, so if you've been meaning to reach out to me or if you've been meaning to send a review, I would appreciate it if you did that because it helps other people find the show. Remember, change begins with one small step. Have a great week.